Rock and Roll Football <laughs> on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Hello and welcome, like literally, to like the middle class <laughs> rock and roll football podcast. Can I? Can we tell the listeners how my day in the studio begun? Which was the lift door opened and Matthew Ford was stood outside the lift waiting for it to the doors open and then screamed at me. And I don't even know how this has happened, but Josh Whittacombe has sent me the video of that happening before you have. I don't even understand how that's possible. Hang on, I put it on a WhatsApp group. Oh, Whoa, this is oh, like... Oh, OK. I put oh, it on our WhatsApp group. Fine, fine, fine. But I was Whoa. terrified. I'll put, I'll, put you, I'll put the video on my Instagram. Put the video on your Insta. You don't like Instagram because you're not a modern man, but um, it is the, the social media platform of the future. It sure is. And you're about to find out why this is probably the most, like, middle-class episode, <laughs> like, ever... <laughs> Like, totes enjoy it, guys. Matt Ford and Chris Skull on Rock and Roll Football and Absolute. Oh, my word. The heat wave. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, but you have the temperature in the studio here, like, minus 10. Yeah? I feel like the end of The Shining, like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. That's what I look like. <laughs> I feel like that. Did you see the two twins come out of the lift? <laughs> um, man, I love it nice and cold. I went to uh, Edinburgh this week. Uh, I was hosting an awards up there, the Holyrood Awards, the garden party for the cream of Scotland's political elite and me. <laughs> and um, it was one of those things where I got the I, I got the train up from London. So obviously London was red hot. Yeah, I just got up in t-shirt and shorts, get off the train at Edinburgh, and it was not red hot. <laughs> you know, when you come back off holiday and you come to yeah. the airport, you're like. Oh, no, I've dressed for... Not that I've ever been to Bermuda, <laughs> but I've dressed for holiday. then you get back to Gatwick and you're like, oh, what? Got to go through London in the freezing... It was like that. Uh, you can't say to people, it was where I come from, it's hot. Where I come like, from. I'd come from, like, a, like a distant, hot foreign land. <laughs> it, it is not as hot in Scotland, so I, I'm very aware when we're doing heatwave chat, this is a very uh, local thing. How cold was it in Scotland? Was there snow falling on the platform as you departed? Yeah, there was, everything was frozen, <laughs> just like... Well, no, it's like 10 degrees cooler, which yeah, is a lot. A lot. It's still nice and warm, but compared to 32, yeah. this is too hot, isn't it? <laughs> don't want to go all Greta about it. But anyway, <laughs> it's nice for barbecues, so yeah. at least there's some perk to it. You going to have a barbie? Uh, yeah, yeah. Love a barbie. Absolutely love it. Do you know but what? The, I might the... actually just watch the film Barbie. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> no. So what's your speciality on a barbie then? Oh, chicken kebabs, lamb kebabs, uh, baby new potatoes, bit of paprika on the top, a little bit of a salad. Oh! Uh, I'm well into that spicy mayo that's out now. The sriracha mayo. Is it, everyone's nodding in here. It's insane. Everyone's nodding. Yeah. Just Matt having the cup. One guy's yeah. nodding. Everyone. Matt. Well, I think, I think rock and roll football might have gone middle class today, Chris. <laughs> new potatoes, <laughs> sriracha. New potatoes are not posh. They're on the barbecue. Don't put the potatoes on the barbecue. Put them in the oven. You're a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I'd just throw a load of baby new potatoes on the barbecue and have at it. Have at it! <laughs> I just thought you'd eat them, mate. Chill out. What you do with your new potatoes is up to you, as long as it's behind closed doors or a very high garden wall. Um, anyway, enough of this. Text us on 8.12.15, by the way, if you're having a barbecue. Um, and what are you having? What, what, let's try and find the most middle... What's your most middle-class barbecue item? Text oh, us on 8.12.15. Yeah, uh, and if you've tried halloumi and it's gone wrong, tell me how you got it right. Well, you just... What, how do you get halloumi wrong? Well, you can't barbecue. It just falls through the barbecue. That's one big mistake I've made 
this summer. Put it in the oven, you psychopath. <laughs> wow, we'll smack with you, geese. Anyway, there is some football today. It might not be the usual Premier League fair, but here to preview it is the middle class, Chris Skull. <laughs> I'm not middle class. With Blur's <laughs> summer reunion gigs still ringing in our ears, it falls on me to preview today's fixtures and look at them. I have to say... This is a low with the international <laughs> break seeing no Premier League, no championship, only two League One fixtures to complement all the League Two action today. So come on, come on, come on. Let's get through it. Let's start in League One and woohoo! Exeter are top of the league and woohoo! They've only lost one game this season. Leighton Orient travel to St James's Park. Life! Having only clocked oh up a single victory this season. That was Daniel What is he doing? They'll be hoping to be coming home with their first away win of the season when they travel back east, under or over the West Way later this evening. And there's no other way to look in League One this afternoon. All the weekend do is watch Steve Ridge versus Carlisle play. The Borough could go top today with victory at the Lamex Stadium against a Carlisle team that has lost three of their last five. Steve Ridge Borough, top of the of top of League One, yes, it really, really, really <laughs> could happen. And so to League Two in our lunchtime kickoff: Bradford versus Grimsby. The girls and boys of Grimsby have reason to cheer. They lead one 0 at the racecourse ground at three p.m. Time for another episode in the pop scene. That is Wrexham's <laughs> fortunes these days. They take on a bottom-of-the-table Doncaster Rovers side whose two draws make up their only two points this season. So when you put it all together, it's the story of a winless team. <laughs> oh, na, 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 my na, Elsewhere in the third tier, it's first versus second as MK Dons welcome Notts County to their house, their very big house in the country. Nice. The Dons won't find this afternoon a herbal bath in the country <laughs> against a magpie side that has won four of their last five. Oof. And blow, blow me out. Sutton United are so sad, I don't know why. Could it be because those beetle bums... Have now lost oh. five on the bounce. They travel to Swindon Town at 3 p.m. Matt Ford and Chris go on absolute rock and roll, roll football through to 5 p.m. End of the preview. Oh, it's nothing special. <laughs> you know what? It's the amount of work that goes in is inversely proportionate to your <laughs> ability to sing. So it's like, you know, it's cool when you get like, oh, does that hurt you? You look genuinely hurt. You know, we get like a mark for attainment and a mark for effort. <laughs> yeah. It's like 10 for effort. Yeah, but the score is like an E. So like, E1. It's like, please see me. That management <laughs> my word. Blur there. Do you know what? I think one day you should do something with some Blur song titles. <laughs> I feel like you've got it in you. <laughs> Done all the research. You have indeed. <laughs> the singing. Oh, man. Uh, we mentioned Scotland. By the way, probably I'm sure it is warm up there. Um, is it hot in Scotland? If you're there, let us know. Uh, Scotland obviously rocking last night. 3-0 win over Cyprus in the Euro 2024 qualifier. Scotland won all their games so far. Top yeah, the group. Five, was it five out of five? All but qualified now. Yeah. They can't mess this up. Surely Scotland. That great footballing nation. Don't they're, you they're over the finish that. line. You're going to... Don't you... With my England fan hat on, Scotland can't mess this up. <laughs> They look fantastic. McTominay on f- McGinn. Yeah, McGinn, yeah. Are you scared? Yeah, uh, I know how much you love McGinn. I, I do. Don't know. Yeah, he's a, I don't know. What, as a footballer? I think he's brilliant. He's got a bit of a, you know, like when Dennis Wise played for opposition teams, you're just like, oh, I don't like There's something about Dennis Wise I don't like. I feel the same about John McGinn. What, like, a bit of needle, little, you mean? An angry little ant of a player. 
but I can see why the Scottish. Oh, I like I like McGinn. Robertson's a bit antsy. Oh yeah, yeah. But McGinn's class. They've got a needle about in this Scotland team, actually. You need a needle. They're a lot of hard men. You need that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to be a rollover. You're stuck in, mate. It's like the 80s. They're the sort of players we like. All that. Colin Hendry, Terry Butcher, Psycho. Psycho, yeah. yeah, That's what you want, isn't it? Just warriors. Real men. Extras from Braveheart. That's it. 11 William Wallaces last night. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. Uh, So hopefully Scotland will qualify... Hopefully we don't have them in the same group if we qualify. I don't think I can handle that anymore. You know, I used to think, oh, it's great when we're all at the same tournament. Oh, what a goal! My word! Oh. An absolute bullet for Bradford City. 89th minute. Wow. Bradford City 1, Grimsby Town 1. A thrill of an equal. When we figure out who that person is, we will let you know. Just I, I, to... Can we just reiterate for, for the nation? Mark Hughes is managing Bradford City. How has this happened? And how did none of us know about it? Yes. Every time I see it, it surprises me. What's he doing down there? Well, a man's got to work, Chris. <laughs> he needs... Down there, he's up. <laughs> Bradford's up. Oh! Um, anyway, uh, we've had some news for you. <gasps> wow. Um, uh, about halloumi on the barbecue. Aaron in Hertfordshire says halloumi can be done in foil on the barbecue. Why did yeah. you not think of that? Uh, I've tried it in foil, and what will happen is the halloumi will leak some sort of watery, cheesy, grease thing, <laughs> and you get a foil packet full of just cheese water. Sounds great. <laughs> just sort of ring I that... Just I can't that be the only mouth. one to have experienced that. Just like that. It'd be just like barbecued cheese paste. And now it's too watery. It's like, I don't know what it... Something comes out of the halloumi when you try and do that. Correct me if I'm wrong, nation. Okay. Um, text on eight twelve fifteen. your most um, middle-class barbecue um, <laughs> item that you, you have. Aaron has gone on to say, I'm doing homemade chicken shawarma on the barbecue. Learned it on a gap year with my friends in India. Rupert and the Tofu Crew. Wow! <laughs> They've even got a crew. Am I attracting a middle-class audience to this show now? If I, this is, I think this is what's happening. It's well, slowly maybe, building. Maybe we're all middle-class now? <laughs> I don't think either of us are, but it's just the way you talk about it was like... You know, bit, bit lardy da. Aaron has been in touch about halloumi on the barbecue, doing it in foil. He says you've got to prick holes in the foil, mate. <laughs> oh, mate, going wrong. I can what, hear him just saying leak it. All the halloumi juice all over the barbecue. I guess so. Oh, okay, I'll give it a go. Aaron, make it sizzle. Aaron, I'll give it a go. Is that safe? I don't want to give unsafe advice on this show. <laughs> this cannot become a forum for illegal barbecue advice. And if the sign in the park says "Out of Barbecues here," don't do it. Yeah. Especially when the ground is as dry as this. The, you walk through some parks and just you get those like just burnt rectangles. It could be alien space spacecraft landing in the night. Do you know what? I've been watching a lot of the X Files. Oh yeah, you come said, on, yeah, become yeah. real obsessed with it. Yeah, I would say during the Edinburgh Festival, I would I watched at least fifty episodes of the X Files. <laughs> when you binge TV like that, do you not find that you go a bit weird? And like you'll be walking around town and you'll be thinking. Oh, is that person real or is that an alien? Or yes. you know, you go, you just go yeah. a bit loopy when you watch too much. Of I that. thought that during your intro, actually, I was like, "Is he of this planet?" <laughs> um, I don't think that's entirely due to the extra. Uh, now, but oh my god, it's even got a hashtag. Someone's put regards hashtag MCBBQ middle class barbecue in honour of Chris Scarl, uh, Peter in Bucks. Some Buckinghamshire. Perfect. He says we've got halloumi. There you go. Then prawns and squid with chilli and garlic. Then a leg of lamb with potatoes from the garden. Marinated veg and a nice barolo. Hang on. Potatoes from the garden. He's grown his own potatoes. Seen and raised. I tell you what, the listenership we're attracting today. Oh, my God. It is, like, literally. Like, should you do the whole thing? Rock and roll football, is it? Um, Well, text on 812.15, what is the most middle class... 
barbecue. I guess in a way now you could it's quite easy to do middle class stuff, isn't it? On a yeah. barbecue. Because of the condiments. Condiment crazy. Yeah, I think when I was a kid, like I had a working class upbringing. Just to clarify, I love this, but I've uh, since flown the nest. I was just thinking about the working class barbecue I would have. I I was always, I didn't really like salad growing up because I (laughs) realised, looking back, looking back, it was just lettuce slips. (laughs) It was just chopped up iceberg lettuce. That was what I grew up thinking salad was. First time I saw a tomato in a salad, I was like, "What is this?" You were abroad. (laughs) Oh, what's this foreign stuff? What's this foreign (laughs) muck? Man, do you know what? I would say, certainly in the era in which we grew up, a barbecue, it wasn't... The, you, the sausages weren't cooked unless they were jet black with charcoal on the <laughs> outside. Because that public health advert, like, the dangers of barbecue at home, yeah. make sure the meat's cooked, and it's like the, the secret killer, uncooked sausages. I know. And so the, the consequence was that everyone just grilled the barbecue, the, the sausages... Uncooked sausages! Just... It's like a Peter K. <laughs> Uncooked sausages! In pie news. We were talking about pies last week and Chris Brecken's been in touch. He says, Matt and Chris, I took the pie challenge. Cottage pie this week. Minced beef with onion, touch of Worcester sauce in a red wine stock, topped with a first layer of carrot and swede mashed, then finished with a mashed potato slash cheddar topping. Mash made from jacket potatoes, accompanied with fresh runner beans, gravy and a lemon-infused pale ale. Can I just say... We're in the middle of a heat wave. <laughs> <laughs> that, who's having pie? Who's having a pie with that much stuff in it? I'm getting hot. You're like, stuff? <laughs> what stuff in it? It's minus 50 in the studio because of your penchant for aircon. Yeah. You're just reading out the hottest, <laughs> thickest, wintry pie I've ever heard in my life. Stuff? According ingredient. Yeah, what stuff's in that pie, mate? What's this stuff? Steak and coated ales, it, Coated it with a layer of cheese in 33-degree weather. What a legend. <laughs> Makes you proud to be British. Tracy says, did you know that urine is good for the skin? Is that a middle-class barbecue thing? <laughs> Producer Matto nodding vigorously in the corner. Suspiciously. <laughs> Must be an Australian thing, eh? Do you think? Yeah. Is it good for your Matto? Yeah, it is. It is. And for jellyfish stings. For yeah. jellyfish stings, yeah. yeah. They're not that common uh, in Britain, yeah. That's maybe an Aussie perspective on it. But is it, what, to, to drink it's good for you, is it? Not oh, for your skin, I mean, just yeah, what, just you pour it over yourself. Skin, yeah, any sting you get. But uh, uh, like, taking point. stings out of it, in, in a non-sting sitch... Apparently it is. Okay. Yeah, I can't speak from experience, but yeah. But your own or someone else's? Well, look, there's no football action this afternoon. Maybe we could have a little... Uh... <laughs> but there is some water sports. <laughs> 32 degrees in London. Oh, wow. Not in this studio, though. Aircon on full blast, which is arguably why it's 32 degrees in London, but let's not get into the reasons for all this. Enjoy it. If you're having a barbecue, let us know. What is your most middle-class barbecue item? 8, 12, 15. Someone here has said my artisanal charcoal. That's got to be a joke. Yeah. Charcoal, I mean, yeah. Well, how could that even work? Okay, just spitballing here. You could... You know how um, whiskey gets petered by using different... Um, charcoal, basically, to, to dry the Just pretending I know stuff. what the word petered means. Yeah, it, it just dries it with a petered thing. So, um, you know, they make it petered by putting PT. Uh, I don't fully understand it. But um, <laughs> they, you could probably do that. You could get different flavoured charcoal that would then infuse the yeah, items. Yeah, you know what? Actually, in pizza ovens, they have, don't they have kind of wood... Um Pieces of wood that have certain kind of infusings <gasps> in it. Isn't that a thing? The chicory. Yeah, isn't that a thing? There's some chicory. If it's not, don't steal that idea off me. Partick Thistle 1, Queen of the South 1, Barnet 1, Altrincham nil. <laughs> Colchester 1, Tramier nil. in case you were wondering. Uh, Matt and Chris says, Chris, 
You don't have to text him, mate. You can just speak to him. He <laughs> says, uh, the most middle-class thing I've noticed about being invited to friends' barbecues, they have salad and condiments expecting a 40-seater to turn up and meat for a medium-sized 12-year-old. Oh, I see Chris has spotted something. Less meat, more salad. <laughs> it's a problem, isn't it? If you yeah. like meat, it's a problem. Yeah. I always have, when I do a barbecue, I always end up with too much meat. And then I have, like, chicken bagels for the days after. And what I've started doing is purposefully having too much meat on the barbecue. So then I get days' worth of extra barbecue meat. Clever daddy. It's, yeah. Clever daddy. Rock and roll football with Bet Builder from Virgin Bed. OK, it's time to play for £1,000 thanks to Virgin Bet. On the line now we have Stu, who's a Newcastle fan. Hello, Stu. Yeah, ready? We're very good. We're rooting for you today. How do you feel about Newcastle's start to the season? Very indifferent. Ooh. Oh, Stu. Such high expectations now you're in the Champions League, eh? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, look, hopefully you're going to have a great run in the Champions League. The league form will turn around and you will win £1,000. So, there are 30 seconds on the clock. We've got three questions. All you've got to do to win is answer all three correctly to win a grand. You get 200 quid for the first correct answer, 300 quid for the second correct answer, and 500 for the final correct answer. Do you understand? Yeah. Excellent. So, 30 seconds will start when I finish asking the first question. Here we go. What colour is the England men's national team away kit? Blue. What colour home kit do the Ukraine national team wear? Yellow. What country won the 2022 Qatar World Cup? The last World Cup, who won it? Argentina. OK, you got two correct. So, that is £500. Well done, Stu, you won 500 quid. Woo! Woo! Oh, mate. By the way, the England men's national team away kit is red. Red? Oh, oh never mind. It should be blue, though. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer a blue away kit. So, it, in a way, you've got a moral victory on question one, but a genuine victory with questions two and three. Stu, have you planned yet? I realise this is coming at you very thick and fast. What you might spend the 500 quid on? Uh, decorating the, the staircase. Decorating the staircase? Right. Decorating <laughs> it? Right. Well, 500 quid's a big budget for a staircase decoration. It's a big staircase. <laughs> 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 Stu, God knows what you're going to do to that staircase. But congratulations <laughs> to winning 500 quid for another chance to win. Head to absoluteradio.co.uk. It's all thanks to Virgin Bet with Bet Builder from Virgin Bet. Create the bet you want on the match you want. 18 plus, gamble responsibly, begamblerware.org. Rock and roll football with Bet Builder from Virgin Bet. Easy to use. Download the Virgin Bet app today. 18 plus, gamble responsibly, begamblerware.org. Tom Corbett sent us a beautiful picture on Twitter of some uh, ribs he's done on the barbecue, as well as what looks like a hot cross bun. A barbecued wow. hot cross bun in September? There's raisins in that, you're right. What? Or maybe that's some sort of like raisin muffin, but let's call it, it's a hot cross bun without the cross on it. <laughs> um, Sean Walsh is going to be on the show in a bit. He's uh, playing the Hackney Empire on Friday. And I'm playing the Leicester Square Theatre on Friday. Great venue. Pick your church. You want to go and see me or Sean Walsh, you have to go and see one of us. I mean, please go and see me. I've got skin in the game here. <laughs> Two great comedians, of course. Uh, my new show, Inside Number 10, which I... It's global premiere, was at the Edinburgh Festival. Uh, but it's London premieres at the Leicester Square also, Theatre. So you're doing this off the back of a month in Edinburgh. This That's show right. is going to be so finely tuned. If you love comedy at its very best, 
This is the time to see Matt Ford oh, live. Oh, my word. Yeah? God, you're compelling when you go for it. <laughs> uh, MattFord.com to get the tickets. Lots of impressions. Bit of Jack Grealish in there. Uh, also, he'll be here later in the show. Um, but you know, you know what you're getting. Yeah, you're getting, you're getting a great night in the centre of London. Your Trumps, your Borises, your Rishis, your Kias. You know, they're all in there. Tickets available at mattford.com. You'll be there, won't you, Chris? I'll be there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just going to log on to mattford.com now. Cheers, mate. Oh, it says there's too many people on it. <laughs> oh. We are delighted to be joined by a very special guest. A genuinely talented, genius comedian. One of the very best this country has ever produced. Sean Walsh! Welcome to the show. I can tell you now, no one saw that name coming after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man, it's always... We'll, we'll come on to QPR in a bit, but you're doing the Hackney Empire on Friday the 15th. Um, I've yeah. just checked on the website, there's about five seats left. Um, we can oh. shift them. We can shift them here right now. In fact, if people buy those five tickets during this conversation, I can leave early. <laughs> Monitor the website while we're doing it. Um, so, the show is called Back from the Bed. Yes. Play on words yeah. on Back from the Dead. <laughs> yes, it's very, it's very clever. It's very highbrow. You see what I'm doing? You know what? I mean, you've always had great titles, but I loved The Lion King. The Lion King. There was... Um, do you know what? Josh Widdicombe actually named this one uh, Sean to be Wild. I remember that. <laughs> I loved the poster with a little tail poking out of your trousers. Oh, no, no, please. That gives me PTSD. <laughs> I that was the one I recorded a DVD for, and I can't have the DVD in, in the house. I remember <laughs> seeing the DVD <laughs> in... And everyone thought, this is the thing, everyone thought that that was photoshopped on. No, for the photo shoot, I had to wear a tail. <laughs> <laughs> Who you say you had to grow one? <laughs> so is this the start of the tour or the end of it? This is the start of the tour, thank you. And this is a collection of of stuff. I basically started this when we had lockdown. Do you remember that thing? Oh my god! Yes, and I just um, I just thought I know what I'll do with the time, and I thought about everything that had annoyed me, and I tried to cram that into an hour, and that's what it is. Brilliant. Um, Are you still in touch with Matt Hancock? <laughs> you're, trying to, you're trying to get an exclusive. Yeah. We're trying to book him for next week. We're trying to get him on my podcast. <laughs> I actually seriously am. So if you can make the intro, I'd be really grateful. I'll, have, I'll tell you what I've done. I've still got his number, but I've had to change his name on the phone book. Well, in case it pops up and then someone sees over you, you get him text from Max Hatton. Calls if anyone sees. <laughs> <laughs> and QPR, Sean, 17th in the championship. Yeah. Bit of an inconsistent yeah. start, but not bad. Well, look, no, you have to understand that at the beginning of this season, I mean, we got walloped 5-0 by Oxford. <sighs> and, and I know it's only a friendly. <laughs> you find, and then we get we got beaten by, uh, the first game we got beaten 4-0 by Watford. And you're just going, do you know what is not a good beginning to a season? Is I was hopeless. <laughs> I just thought oh, we're mate. going down. Bottom, and we're going down, and we're bottom, and we're going down. But Gareth Ainsworth, I mean, you know, it's a special thing when the guy that is managing your club supports your club. Um, and it's also a very strange thing when the man that's managing your club dresses like you did when you were in your 20s. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it weird how much he looks like Wolf from Gladiators? Is he copying that look? Like Wolf from Gladiators. But I think the football, the football league, the FA... Uh, but it, whoever's in charge, FIFA, even FIFA needs to step in and say, as a player, it's fine. But if you go into that managerial position, you're not allowed to purchase any clothing from All Saints. <laughs> it, is not, 
You know, ironically, I think what would finish his look off would be a tail. It's <laughs> 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 the one person it would suit. Next time I'm down, I'll drop off the tail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sean. Gareth, there's your tail. Mate, the tour is going to be amazing. That, I mean, Hackney Empire is going to be absolutely rocking. On the 15th of September, Sean Walsh back from the dead and then um, on a nationwide tour, we can get tickets to that, hackneyempire.co.uk. Walshie, we'll see you soon. What a joy. Lots of love. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Chris Skull. Mike in Hey On Why... Says, I'm glad you've mentioned the Rugby World Cup. Only one observation so far. Could someone please tell the organisers to stop butchering the national anthems? The (laughs) the Marseillaise sung by the French crowd is spine-tingling. Last night's was sung by a choir who sounded like a group of eight-year-olds high on blue smarties. Stop it. We're better than this, says Mike. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Mike, you know what you need? You need a meat-heavy barbecue. You know what? We started talking about barbecues earlier. Uh, text on eight twelve fifteen. What's your most middle class barbecue item? But I think if people have already started having them, we might be in a meat coma part of the show now. Yeah, people are going to be full of meat. Do you know what? I've just seen you've bought, kindly bought me. I don't even know what it was. A chocolate marshmallow Oreo Oreo um, cake slice. And I've ingested that in about thirty seconds, and I am flying high. <laughs> tell you what, I'm not sleeping tonight or ever again. You should sing the French national anthem. Really finish Mike off. Probably have to release a follow-up single where they're going to have to reinforce the city because of all that aerated concrete. We built this city with cheap concrete and now the whole thing's a nightmare. A bit of topical comedy there, Phil. Who's making 30-year concrete? Surely I don't understand that. Yeah. If you've made 30-year concrete... Is it producer Matt? You're looking guilty. Yeah, you're a 30 year concrete guy. Are you into that sort of thing? I'm not. Are you? No. I like proper concrete, mate. Texas on 8 12 15. Are you responsible for 30 year concrete? Oh, we've got a goal in the Glory Hunters. Glory Hunters on rock and roll football. And Buxton, who we are supporting, are 1 0 up away at Scunthorpe. So, Chris, take us to Buxton. Buxton FC were founded in the year of our Lord. 1877. Ooh. Long time, that, isn't it? Well, Notts County were formed in 1862, and they're the oldest football league club in the world, so, so not far not behind. Far 1877, that's a long time to be fairly rubbish. Uh-oh. All right, oh, carry on. OK, um, no, I mean, it's a fair point, the, <laughs> the non-league. The current stand, current main stand for Bucks and FC was built in 1965 and contains many seats taken from Manchester City's former ground, Main Road. Love it, love main it. Main Road lives on in Buxton, I love that. And is that all you got for us? No, plenty more. Okay, uh, here we go. By the way, I'm, I have a little bit of Upton Park, West Ham's old ground, in my garden. I have my old season ticket seat on a little chair. That is so cool. Yeah. Mrs. Always trying to bin it. <laughs> all right. Uh, Buxton mineral water is, but- is bottled in Buxton. There's a mouthful. From yeah. St Anne's Well, a warm natural spring that produces one million litres of mineral water per day. What's a, a, a million litres a day? Yeah, a million litres a day. It's like the Hoover Dam. I'll tell you what, I don't really understand natural springs. Of course, there is a famous one in Buxton. Oh, it's like the Peckham Spring. It's like, this uh, is a Del Boy wheeze, this is. I've gone down the rabbit hole in St Anne's Well in Buxton. <laughs> Apparently, the water comes has a high magnesium content, yeah. and it originates the water from rainwater, which fell around 5,000 years ago. 
do I want to be drinking 5,000-year-old pond water? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? If it's either that or 15 times recycled Thames water straight from the tap, <laughs> given the state of our rivers these days, 5,000 years ago they weren't doing what we're doing to our rivers, were they? Yeah, so yeah. maybe that's the cleaner it, option, It's Ad. very filtered, I imagine, 5,000 years of running through cracks in rocks is going to... Exactly. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, this, this show is taking you everywhere. The twists and turns rather like the water that runs underneath oh, the Spartan. Oh, that is a tunnel. lovely image. Surfy from Hull, been in touch, went up the Mount of Tigers. She said, sorry to sound like a man, but I work in water. <laughs> Thames Water <laughs> processed 2.8 billion gallons, I guess, of water a day. You do realise there's... She didn't say realise this. You do realise this. You do realise we're drinking dinosaur wee. We don't have new water. It just goes round and round and round forever. Wallies! <laughs> we're drinking dinosaur wee. How do we feel oh, about that? Sometimes I will, um, I'll have a glass of water, I think. Was that big glass of water made up from the iceberg that struck the Titanic? <laughs> Had that glass of water gone through Henry VIII? <laughs> yeah, anyone do this? Yeah, no? isn't there something about every breath you take? Um, has like a hundred particles that Caesar would have breathed or something. Yeah, and like sometimes if you you walk... seem completely uninterested. I thought no, I was in I'm your like, wheelhouse. Uh, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm up. Yeah, and also like if you go into a cubicle and someone's done a smelly poo in there beforehand, and you smell it. Are they poo particles that are entering my nose? Um, well, all I'll say is you just had a very long visit to the third floor. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this on your mind? <laughs> now we're talking about middle class barbecue items. I've had this tweet in. It's not me, but I have a mate who has the full works. Brace yourself. Oh, wow. Multiple digital thermometers, integrated charcoal and smoking chip dispenser, automated rotisserie, and then he says all he does is cook sausages and burgers. When you were reading all those things, it sounded like one of those Wallace and Gromit machines that gets <laughs> Wallace dressed. <laughs> Just his Gromit. house is like... <laughs> what, what part oh, of the barbecue I is you actually Wallace doing if you've got that much stuff going on? I love Wallace and Gromit. Such good telly, isn't it? It is. So wholesome. <laughs> I know. Gromit. Yeah. And nice the, wouldn't it Gromit. be nice, like, a Wallace and Gromit-style machine that would just do it all for you, just sit at the table and it's like, taking the sausages out of the oh, yeah. freezer? What is... I mean, I would say sausage is the best thing to have on a barbecue. It's always an extra for me. It's never the main thing. So what is the main thing for you? The, the chicken kebabs or lamb kebabs. Okay, yeah, kebabs. But even burgers, I'd say, sometimes that can be a main event, but other times it can be a side. Okay, so producer matter Australian. I mean, obviously, this is like your this is your this is your national way of cooking, um, way of life. Well, national way of say. life. What is the best barbecue thing? It's, it's got to be a sausage sizzle. We have a, a this thing called a sausage sizzle in Australia. A sausage it's sizzle. Just, it's just a piece of bread, a sausage on it, but it goes diagonally across the bread, and then you fold it up so it looks it's like a triangle on either side and. Posh hot dog. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. That, oh, that is very close. That yeah. the the owners of the copyright for a hot dog may want to have a word with Australia. No. Does not apply to the Antipodean territories. <laughs> They've found a loop a, a loophole larger than Europe. Hello, brace yourself. It's Jack Grealish's Encyclopedia of Life. Oh what? On rock and roll football. I don't know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, Tom Corbett's been on. He wants to know what does Jack make of uh, this concrete stuff. <laughs> like, it's not normal concrete, is it? <laughs> like, I like concrete. Like, I used to play football on it. So, like, someone said it's like a concrete arrow. Like, made me want to eat it. But, like, maybe, like, um, 
You know, if you were like an animal that ate concrete, you know, like what are they called? Like terminators that eat wood, the little things. What Termites. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like there must be ones of them that like eat concrete or something. So like for them, it's nice and it's it's like an arrow, like. And in a way, like. Surely it's better. Like, I know it's not better because everyone's like, oh, it's going to fall down, so that's, like, bad. But, like, isn't it, like, better for, like, <laughs> trapping air and that? Like, wouldn't it be... Like, if you had a fight in it, it'd hurt less, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? Like, if... <laughs> if you got thrown into, like, a concrete wall, it's, like, it's so heavy, it hurts. But, like, you get thrown into one of them, it'd be, like, it'd be like a sponge, wouldn't it? Like a crash mat. Yeah, it'd be, like, quite cool, really, but, like, obviously it's bad and everything. You don't want people falling down, do you? Like, buildings falling down is, like, generally, like, a bad thing. I think people are against... I'm definitely against it, like, things falling over. <laughs> I think it's unsafe. Like, what if the Etihad, do you know what I mean? Like, what if the Etihad was made of it? Or, like, the villa? What if it happened at the villa? Like, you couldn't have that. Like, schools is one thing, but football stadiums... Nah. So we're talking about... We were talking about barbecues, but we, we've stumbled across an issue about our comments on tap water, and someone says, water is treated. Oh, it's surfy. Old city again. Water's treated. It's been clean uh, for billions of times. Who knows the celebrity water you've used? Oh. I've gone down a right water rabbit hole here. Apparently it's 4.5 billion years old, the water on Earth. But how, how, okay. how many times has that gone in and out? <laughs> <laughs> it don't bear thinking about. I mean, the poor old dinosaurs before the before the days of Seven Trent, um, <laughs> Scottish Water, Thames. You know, do you reckon there was ever a dinosaur that drank a bit of water? It was like, oh, it's gone off that water. And like, here we are, <laughs> six five million years later, whatever it is. Wow, that was like literally so much fun. Can't believe it's over, guys. <laughs> like TTFN, but like keep in touch, Scully. What a pleasure. <laughs> You're going very. This is. I would say this is like uppercut. This is like Chelsea. What do they call it? Sloan Ranger? Yeah, that. Yeah, like, I call even more now. Daddy says I shouldn't podcast because it's, like, bad, like the Wi-Fi or something. Like, my dad owns podcasts. He invented them. Like, leave us a five-star review or something, like, literally. Also, everyone knows Jake Humphrey invented the podcast. (laughs) Oh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.